of Jesus. Amen. This morning, as we sort of prepare for this week of the celebration of Independence Day, we find ourselves singing hymns about our nation, about freedom, about independence, and a host of other things that we love. And yet this morning, I want to invite you to ponder Psalm 23 with me. A psalm that is beloved by so many people in this place and across the world. A psalm that, that maybe may be the most popular piece of scripture in the entire Bible. A psalm that, that even non-Christians might be familiar with because they've heard it at funerals or gravesides when they've buried their loved ones. A psalm of comfort. A psalm that, that paints for us a picture of green pastures and still waters. A psalm of restoration. Yet, I think Psalm 23 speaks of a different kind of comfort. But before we get there, before we get there, independence is sort of the word of the day, the word of the week, and even the word of the month as we celebrate our national holiday on Tuesday. See, in America, we, we love this word. We love talking about how we are independent people. We love freedom, we love rights, we love doing what we want to do. And now, no doubt, there is good in being independent, there is good in freedom, there is good in being able to take care of yourself, and it's truthfully one of the things that makes America great. And it's one of those things we sort of long for, it's what we desire, it's, it's what men have fought and died for, and it's what we celebrate this week. See, it's an American principle to be independent in something that is instilled in all of us. Because if there's anything that defines America, it's independence. Because independence means freedom. Independence means I can do what I want to do and no one else can tell me different. Independence means I can rely on myself and therefore I can keep myself safe happy and healthy, doing what I want, when I want. That is the problem, isn't it? The, the problem is, is that the uncomfortable thing, especially for the Christian, is that independence ultimately comes down to being all about me. Independence becomes all about my wants, my needs, and my desires. Independence becomes sort of an, an idol that we craft in red, white, and blue, an idol that we worship for the sake of autonomy. Independence makes me the authority. It ultimately puts me in the God spot. And independence leads us to say things like, like, well, this is what's best for me. This is what makes me happy. This is what makes me feel good. This is what brings me peace. This is my truth. It's my body. It's my choice. What about my job, my retirement? This is my country. This is my neighborhood. These are my rights, my happiness, my freedom. A lot of mys. But here's the thing about independence. It's, it's not an American novelty. Independence isn't really a new 
a new context, subject or, or thing that we have in these days. Now, independence goes, goes all the way back to the beginning. See, when God created the, the heavens and the earth, and he, he created all of the things that walk, and walk amongst the ground and swim in the seas and fly in the air, and when he made Adam and Eve, he, he made them to be dependent creatures. But instead, instead they would become independent. They would rely on themselves and they would take from that tree that he commanded them not to eat the Lord of the universe and their dependence upon him would be shattered. The cord between them and God would be severed and they no longer would look to him for all good things. Instead, they would look to themselves and in this rebellion they would say, God, I don't need you. And their independence would lead them to death. It would lead them to separation between them and their creator. See, we are all creatures, you and I. And not a single one of us was created for this thing called independence. But instead, we were created to be utterly dependent just as it was in the beginning when God created all things. He created us to live in a relationship with him, to look to him for all good, to look to him where we get all things, to look for him in all trust, to depend on him for every single need in our life. And if you don't believe me, now we should look to the Psalms. Because the psalmist David paints a wonderful picture for us this morning. David paints a picture of a shepherd. A shepherd who is there in his cloak, standing strong with his staff in one hand, his, his crook in the other, and he stands there boldly and vigilant. Gentle, but lethal. And there he stands on the shores of still waters with a meadow of green grass at his back. He is a picture of comfort and safety. And his sheep, his sheep rest. They eat. They drink. Life is, is good. And these sheep, they, they do not concern themselves with wolves or with rocky paths that lead them astray or, or worry about where their next meal will come from, but instead they follow their shepherd depending completely on him for everything. See, it's no surprise that Jesus uses this language often in the Gospels. We hear Jesus use the image of shepherd and sheep all throughout his teaching. Jesus even refers himself as to being the good shepherd. And we Christians are his sheep. See, brothers and sisters, we are his sheep, sheep who are to be completely dependent on the shepherd. And to be dependent on the shepherd means to walk in the ways in which he leads, following in paths of righteousness, living lives in accordance with God's will, seeking out virtue, that the things above instead of the things below, living lives of, of selflessness and dying for, to yourselves. 
See, the American dream revolves around life lived to the fullest. It revolves around the right to life, liberty, and happiness. The American dream revolves around me and you. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. We are thankful to live in a nation where we can worship freely. We are thankful to live in a nation that gives us the right to free speech. We are thankful to live in a nation where we can assemble in this place. And yet, the whole idea of independence runs counter to the Christian life. See, it's interesting, independence. Independence, it seems like it would lead us to a comfortable and safe existence. It's safe because... We get to do what we want to do. It's safe because we can seek out the things that make us happy and bring us joy. It's safe because we can find comfort in anything we can afford. Yet I would also venture to say that independence is kind of a dangerous thing. Because ultimately it leads to disappointment, failure, And when we depend upon ourselves, it even could lead to death. But a life of dependence, living a life in complete and utter trust in God is is, is sort of a dangerous and hard task. It's, It's a risky endeavor. When we follow our shepherd, we may walk in righteous paths that he has set before us, but but our shepherd not only leads us into green pastures and to still waters, he leads us into darkness and valleys and the shadow of death, into places we ought never to go. See, when we follow our shepherd, he leads us to shocking places. We are led to serve the poor, to serve and care for the sick, to to bring in the immigrant and the outcast. We are led to love our neighbor in radical ways, and sometimes this looks like, like helping a homeless person find shelter. We are led to do things that sometimes looks like caring for a friend in the direst of needs. Sometimes this may even mean taking in an unwanted baby. Sometimes it's as simple as collecting food for a food shelf or helping at Ruby's Pantry. Sometimes this means that we have lunch and sit with a widow. And sometimes this means we go to our elderly and we wait there and we talk with them, bringing them companionship. Or sometimes... Sometimes it could mean laying down your life for someone in your care. Or maybe something more tragic to the American dream. It could lead ourselves to denying ourselves, denying our hopes, denying our dreams for the benefit of our neighbor. See, the Christian life is radical. To follow Jesus is radical. See, because it's countercultural to depend on someone. See, independence tells us to go to the still waters, to go to the green pasture, and out of our best interest to stay and to rest, to be comfortable, to lie down and to relax and enjoy the good life. But dependence, well, dependence goes to the pasture. Dependence follows the shepherd to the waters and is restored but not so that we can stay there. Instead, we are fed and restored so we can continue to follow the shepherd. 
We are restored so that we can continue to follow Jesus in every single way that he has taught us to. See, dependence is dangerous because to depend on Jesus is to take up your own cross. To follow Jesus is to suffer. To follow Jesus is to die to yourself. To follow Jesus is to look to your neighbor above your needs. And this is hard. I, I know this is hard. It's, it's hard to die to our desires and dreams, but, but this is where the shepherd leads. This is what total dependence looks like. Total dependence is the Christian life. See, many people love Psalm 23 because it's a psalm that can bring such great comfort. It's a psalm memorized by our children. It's a psalm read in times of great trouble and strife. It is the psalm that we so often read at the bedside of the dying. And we love this psalm because of the great comfort it provides us in troubling times. But the one thing I want you to hear today is that this comfort is not found in the obvious place. The comfort is not found in the flawless green pasture or the the still waters that look like a pane of glass. No, the comfort is found in the following. The comfort is found in following the shepherd. Where his presence is, your peace is also. Yes, when you follow Jesus, your life might look radically different. Yes, following Jesus, you may end up in places you never expected, places that might even shock or scare you. And days might be hard. Life might get frustrating. You may even suffer, yet we will press on. We will press on, not focusing on our suffering or trials or pain or fear, but instead on looking to our shepherd to lead us. No matter the trials, no matter the pain, no matter the grief, he will always lead us back to the green pastures of his presence. He will always lead us back to the still waters of his care, and he will restore us in the speaking of his word. He will strengthen us in giving his body and blood to you. He will sustain us in the following. See, when we follow Jesus, we're not only led to pastures and waters, but we are led to an even greater place than that. We are led to the presence of God. We are led to the ultimate banquet feast at the Lord's table where Christ has a seat for you with with your name on it. We are led to the place of eternal peace and comfort. See, while a life of dependence is not glamorous, is not fun in all aspects, is not even what you may want, yet it's what we need because we know there is great comfort in the following. Because finally, when we are followed, Jesus, we know that we are too being followed. We are being followed by goodness and mercy. And and see, this goodness and mercy are the characteristics of God. So as Jesus goes before us, the Father trails behind us, and he goes with us to places that shock us, surprise us, and scare us. And he suffers with us. Because of this, because goodness and mercy go with you, Even though you walk through the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. 
Because God goes with us, we can follow the good shepherd and stay the course, knowing that when we stumble and fall, there is goodness and mercy waiting to pick you up, and we can walk this arduous path that at the end, Christ will be there. He will be there to tell you the good news and promises he brings. He will be there to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. And he will be there to offer you eternal rest, eternal comfort, eternal peace, and eternal joy. See, freedom is good. Mercy is good. Rights are good. But none is better than spending eternity in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns. Amen.